0: life and the first five years of my new life and my dream came true during that five-year period this man took the time to teach me and coach me he taught me the books to read he taught me the disciplines and he taught me the skills and he taught me the changes to make in my language and personality and the things he shared with me during that five years uh, changed my whole life changed my income changed my bank account change my future, uh, I've never been the same. Uh, by the time I was 31 years old, I was a millionaire. So he taught me economics as well. So how lucky can you get to meet the right person at the right time who takes the time to share with you ideas that can change your life? Uh, a lot of rich people, right, don't take the time, but he did. And he also had the ability. Uh, some people want to share their experiences, but they don't quite know how to say it. But he had it all. And he used language that I could understand. And those ideas greatly affected my life. I wish he was still alive today. If he was, I'd be calling him today one more time, thanking him for the time he spent with me sharing his life and his experiences that so dramatically affected my life. Then how I really came to be invited to speak to you today. 30 plus years ago, I was living in Beverly Hills, California. And a friend of mine one day said, Jim, you've got to come and tell your story to my service club. He belonged to the Rotary Club. And he said, I know your story. Idaho farm boy makes it to Beverly Hills. But he said, I know my club members would love to hear your story. Would you come and, and uh, at our breakfast meeting and tell your story? And I said, okay. So I arranged a little talk, went and shared my story that morning. And guess what? They liked it. And my phone rang, another club called and said, would you come and tell us that story? My phone rings, another club calls, said, we've heard about your story. We have a luncheon meeting. Would you come share your story? First thing I know, I'm spending a little piece of my time uh, giving these breakfast talks and luncheon talks. And then one day, a man who heard my talk about three times said, would you come and talk to my management and salespeople? He said, I've got this little company going. And if, if you, he said, if you would spend some time talking with my management and salespeople, I'd be happy to pay you. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be something? Uh, tell my story and my experiences and get paid? He said, I'd be happy to. Uh, little did I know that was the beginning of a whole new, brand new adventure for me in sharing my story and speeches and talks and seminars and lectures and now this business it's become one of my most flourishing enterprises. Takes me around the world. Uh, I went to many countries just this year. Had my largest audience early this year in Spain, twelve thousand people, uh, ten different languages being translated at the same time. The whole audience with the earphones on. It's interesting when you lecture uh, with uh, multi languages. You know, when you hit the punchline, you know, the Spanish laugh first, and then the French get it, and then finally the Italians get it, and last, the Germans finally get it. And uh, then I say, hey, the Germans finally got it. I guess we can continue. You know, some languages take long, longer to translate than other languages. But what an exciting adventure for me. I was in Israel this year. I lectured in France uh, my first trip to Prague, Czechoslovakia, uh, Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, Last year I was in London lecturing. Happened to be there the same night Pavarotti was singing in London. So, big dilemma for the people in London. Shall we go see Jim Rohn or shall we go listen to Pavarotti? Well, I must admit he had more people than I did, like 150,000 more. He did a free concert in Hyde Park and they expected a quarter of a million, but only 150,000 showed up because it rained. And uh, they all got soaked from Prince Charles on down, but they sat in the rain and listened to Pavarotti. I would have been happy that evening, right, to cancel my seminar and go sit in the rain and listen to Pavarotti. Anyway, he and I have agreed now not to appear in the same city on the same day anymore. Uh, Not really. But how exciting for me to be able to travel all around the world and share my story. And then especially to have this chance today to come and visit with you. And when I get a chance to speak at a, at a high school class or a university class, I'm always excited about it. I'm limited in time. So I wanted to use this way to come and share my story with you and some ideas that might be helpful in your career for the future, in your now busy life as a student, and then wherever you find yourself in the years to come, some of the things I'm going to share with you. I want you to remember for a long, long time because the ideas I want to translate for you drastically affected my life. And if I can share now and affect your life and you write me a letter or tell me in person someday, Mr. Rohn, I listened to your video and I watched it carefully. And sure enough, some of the ideas that you shared greatly affected me. And here's what's happened to my bank account. Here's what happened to me in school. Here's what's happening to my future. That'll give me great, great satisfaction. So the man who shared with me ideas that changed my life, I want to share with you three of those basic subjects. Uh, when I met him, I was 25 years old. And uh, when I first got acquainted with him, I used a lot of excuses as to why I wasn't doing well. And uh, he said, well, tell me a little bit about your story. And I told him, you know, I was behind on my bills, had pennies in my pocket, and nothing in the bank. But I was embarrassed about being behind on my big mouth promises to my family. And then he gave me one little simple phrase that really forever changed my life. And here's what he said, Mr. Rohn, if you want the future to change for you, you've got to change. And he said, if you don't change, the next six years of your life is going to be just like the last six, you'll still be behind on your bills. You'll still be behind on your promises. But then he gave it to me in the form of a promise. When I was 25 years old, I've remembered it all these years. And I've shared this promise now with probably over 3 million people in the last 30 plus years. And it's going to be valid for you. So listen carefully to this promise. My teacher said to me, young man, if you will change, everything will change for you. If you will get better, everything will get better for you. What a clear message that was for me. He said, if you'll change your philosophy, if you'll change your habits, if you'll refine your thinking, If you'll change and accept some new disciplines, if you'll turn the corner where you've been in the past, go for a new life for the future, he said all kinds of remarkable things will happen for you if you will change. Before I met Mr. Schof, I used to cross my fingers and say, I sure hope things will change. I was hoping the government would change and the tax structure would change and that my boss would change and pay me more money. Uh, I was hoping that, you know, Economics would change and prices would come down, and I was hoping that circumstances would get better. And then I discovered from my teacher that those things are going to continue the same. In fact, all of those things that happen to us is kind of like the wind that blows. And the wind blows on us all. In fact, in America, especially. The last six and a half thousand years of recorded history, we've got probably the most favorable wind that's ever blown. Economics and circumstances, living in a free country, democracy and freedom, uh, an excellent economy. Uh, sure, we struggle at times, but compared to the rest of the world in the last six and a half thousand years, we've got the best wind ever. But if you just let the wind blow, I'm telling you, it won't take you where you want to go. All of us. Must use this wind to take us to the dreams we've got, to the equities we want, to the money we want, to the income we want, and to all the things we want our life to have. This is where we want to go, and we've got a good wind, but we must not leave our future just to the wind, just to the economy, uh, just to the structure of the way things are happening today. Here's what we must learn to do, and that is set a good sail and if you'll learn to set a good sail. And that's what my teacher taught me in those early days. He said, Mr. Rohn, the wind is going to blow however it's going to blow. Politics are going to be politics and the economy is going to be the economy. And however it turns out, that's the way it's going to be. What you must learn to do is not to wish for a better wind. That's naive. The key is to wish for the wisdom and the skills and the learning so that you can set a better sail. And so that's what I did at age 25. I went to work not on the economy. I went to work not on the community. I didn't go to work to try to change the government. I didn't go to work to try to change my boss or the company. I didn't go to work to try to change circumstances. I went to work to try to change myself. And I picked up that promise my teacher shared with me that if I would change, my income would change. If I would change, my bank account would change. If I would change, my future would change. And sure enough, his promise came true for me.